Blog Talk Radio. are now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Hey, hey, welcome to Last Chat, y'all. I am Miss Lisa, Lisha, you know I got my right hand and sometimes my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. Happy Friday, y'all. What is going on on this Friday night? We have a fabulous show. It's our Mind, Body, and Soul segment. We have two fabulous guests, author Shakisha, Shakisha. It, Enos, Enos, and Blue and actor and model Blue Kimball. How do you know I tear a name up? I'm gonna have to get her to tell me how to say that right, girl. <laughs> I'm listening to you. We need to get some phonetically spoken names. You know, just send us over like, you know, that phonetically is said phonetically. That'll help us a whole lot. Cause like Lisa said, we can jack up a name. We don't mean no harm, but we can jack up a name. Hey everybody, this is Tony. Leash, it's finally Friday, girl. I know you've been rushing the week, trying to get to your big day. You made it through the week. How you doing, girl? <laughs> I'm good, right? Everybody was like, it's Monday. I know it's Monday, but I need it to not be Monday right now. <laughs> I need it not to be Monday. So, because my birthday is next Sunday. Mm-hmm. She had everybody thrown off this week. People were like, huh? What is Leisha talking about? <laughs> I thought it was the funniest. You had some everybody playing in. <laughs> I have folks second-guessing they so. They're like, it's, it's Tuesday? <laughs> <laughs> that was the funniest thing. So uh, it's finally Friday. Like we said, uh, she got another whole week. She's going to be rushing next week, guys. So you better stay on your toes. Because you may not know what day it is if you follow Alicia. I'm just saying. <laughs> right, I'll be like, happy Saturday. They're going to be like, it ain't Saturday ain't even here yet. 
my goodness, that was so good. That was everybody was weighing in. I think they kind of got the hang of it, and they just went with the flow leash. So it was a great week. We're getting that much closer to your big day. Now here on Let's Chat, Leisha and I always, always get to talking like we ain't spoken to each other in like many, many moons and not totally introduce our show because, you know, sometimes we have listeners that are just tuning in for the first time. And they may not like, what are those girls talking about, those ladies of Let's Chat? But here on Let's Chat, we celebrate literature and music and publishing, any and everything related to our community in the most royal way that we can, no matter what it may be. And our show allows everyone to just, you know, interact in an intimate, fun, and friendly environment. We get to hear, I guess, passion for what it is that they do. And um, just pull your chair up, pull out your red cup. You know, we don't judge. We don't know what's in there. I actually got a white cup tonight with some water. But I'm just saying, that's what color my cup is tonight. (laughs) And we just like to have a good old time. (laughs) We have yes, two we great do. guests tonight, Lise. <laughs> yes, we do. And our topic is, it's mind, body, and soul. And, you know, I'm always focused on focus. And so, I, I, you know, it's only so many different ways you can say focus, really. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think that focus is so important. Mm-hmm. So... We're going to talk that talk today, and we're really just going to talk about how your mind and what and the things that you're focused on really play a part in the moves that you make. Mm. Okay, because sometimes if you swerve, you can come out of focus and just get all discombobulated, and then it's going to take a minute to get refocused. So it's kind of like looking through the lens of a camera. It depends on what you're looking at directly. Exactly. Exactly. Because sometimes when things are going badly, you have to change your focus, and that'll change your situation. Your focus will always change your situation for the good or for the bad. Mhm. That's true. And also, Lee, you know, you can be focused on your goals, but sometimes, as you move along in your journey, those goals may shift. So therein lies your focus may have to shift too, but um, you got to make sure that you keep up with both simultaneously. So that that's just a part of life, and um, I'm going to be interested to hear what Shakisha and Blue Kimball have to say about those two things. Absolutely, because I think at that time it becomes focusing on the big picture because we have mm-hmm. long-term goals and we have short-term goals. And those short-term goals are the things that can throw you off focus a lot of times. And it can, and you forget what the, the whole, you start looking at stuff that really don't matter. Mm-hmm. So when you have the long-term goal, you have to say, how does this help this? How is this going to get me where I want to go? And then sometimes that, long-term, that short-term goal does have to be tweaked for the, for the sake of the long-term. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true because I like how you put it with the long and short-term goals because sometimes those short-term short-term goals can last a long time, and it just depends on the steps that you take to try to reach those goals. 
Exactly. And people will come in and out of your life. And mm, that's true. If they're not focused, you'll stop being focused. You have to that also falls with the people you keep around you too. Make sure that everybody is focusing on the end game. Mhm. That's true. And sometimes you got to be around like-minded people because, you know, even though your goals and your journey may be different, they can you can feed off each other as far as that positive energy and stay in focus because if they see you veering to the left or you should be veering to the right, you know, they might just kind of nudge you back in place and vice versa. So sometimes even if you have different goals and 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 journeys, it's good to be going along with somebody that's you know, focusing on what they want in life and not just sitting back complaining and, and trying to deter you from reaching your goals. Absolutely. I definitely agree with that. We're going to play a little music. Oh, see, I didn't get to tell you. Next mm-hmm. week we got Keith Robinson on. I peeked in the studio, and I saw his twizzers all set up for him, girl. <laughs> you know, you know, Keith has his own special place here in the chat room, and I peeked in there. I said, ooh, Keith must be coming to town. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so we have him next week at 8 p.m. I'm so excited. You know, he's on the series Saint and Sinners. And so I hit him up, and I was like, and he has new music coming out, too. So we're going to get some new music. It's just going to be really awesome. It's just really a blessing to really kind of have, you know, that connection where you can just kind of hit somebody up and be like, can you come on? And then we get music. Mm -hmm. That's like a bonus. Oh, yes. Absolutely. So I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'm going to be on my best behavior. At least that's what I'm saying tonight. (laughs) Right. Oh, you never know what comes in the chat room. <laughs> you know what? So we gotta play a little music. We gonna play a little winning. And uh, our favorite. Yes, we love that song. Yacht dreams on a sunny day. Six rings like MJ. Winning. Uh-huh. 
flies in here, acting like nobody knows. Hold up. Camera start flashing, I be like, damn girl, you blowing up. I so you skating on, no need I'm hating on you. Louis, I'm lacing on you, nothing is basic on you. Smile on your face, make me say, girl, you so beautiful. What I got in that safe, that's only for me and you know. She's going to be joining us momentarily. We have an awesome show in store for you tonight. Like we said at the top of the show, it's our Mind, Body, and Soul segment. And we have great authors tonight, author Shakisha Ednis. Alicia, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And the one and only Blue Kimball. But we're going to find out how to exactly say her name when she gets on the show. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, she is so sweet. I Actually, she posted some, I believe she's a pastor as well, and she had posted mm-hmm. something on Facebook. I don't know if it was a live or if it was something she posted, and I was like, wow. I think it was a live, and I was like, wow, we just really, really got to get her on the show. So I hit her mm-hmm. inbox. Wow. Or I hit her post, and she was like, sure, you know, and now we're going to have her on, and she's going to talk that talk with us here on Let's Chat. We want to appreciate everybody that's tuning in here tonight. We have an exciting night. Now, it is our Mind, Body, and Soul segment. I don't know if you're just tuning in, but, you know, we always like to talk about keeping focus because focus is the easiest thing to lose. 
you know, when things go on and things go wrong, your mind is the first thing um, that drifts off before your feet even mm-hmm. move. But the thing is that your mind controls which direction your feet actually move in. And sometimes when you are focused on the wrong thing, you start going in the wrong direction. So we really just want to talk about how your mind and the things that you are focused on really play a part in the moves that you make. Okay. Absolutely. So I'm excited to have her on the show, waiting for her to step into the chat room. I think we have her. Hey, Keisha, how are you? I'm great. Thank you for for um, for getting me in because I kept saying, I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, for those who don't know who you are and they are not familiar with your journey, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your work. Well, hello. I am author, evangelist, like Coach Shakisha Etnis. I am originally from um, North New Jersey. I reside here in Austell, Georgia. I've been here since I was 10, so I've been here about 32 years. And to just really get to the meat of it, because I know we are, you know, short on time, I will say that um, my pain directed me to my purpose. And, you know, growing up in a, I'm a, I'm the eldest of three, and I have three children. I had my first child at 15. I come from a family of addicts. Um, I seem abused. I was abused. So I repeated that um, that curse, I would call it. I repeated what I saw in my life, that I, what I saw in my mom's life. So that's just sharing a little bit. Um, I'm going to let you ask some more questions, but I'm a high school dropout. I went back and got my GED. Like, I have so many, to be honest with you, I have had so many failures, but I'm so grateful because my failures ushered me into my my purpose, and it allowed me to overcome things that I probably would have never overcame if I never went through them. So that's just sharing a little bit about myself. Wow. Absolutely. Now, go ahead, see. No, I said I wanted to thank her for sharing that with us because, like she said, there's going to be a ton of questions coming behind all that testimony. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I am sure. But and I want to say say this because you said something about focus, and you say this is mind, body, and soul. Um, the first book that I wrote is called Women Overcoming Weight Loss. And a lot of people think that I'm talking about just physical weight. But I'm talking about emotional, mental, uh, spiritual weight, financial weight. Like, it's so much weight that we, as women, we carry. And I want to say this. My pastor said, focus, what you focus on, you give power to. And a lot of time we focus on the negative, and that's what, draws all of the the power and that's what keeps us in a negative in a negative place. So whatever you focus on, that is what you're going to give your power to. So we have to focus on the positive. We have to focus on renewing our minds and looking at things from a different perspective. So I had to share that while it was on my mind. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm so glad you said that. This is Leisha. We have to announce ourselves because we so we sound so much alike. But not only is that very important, but the people around you 
are very important as well because if you are around depressed people, if you are around negative people, if it's raining over their head, it's raining over your head. So sometimes when you change your focus, you have to change your environment and your circle at the same time. I agree. Mm -hmm. That's so true. That's so true. This is Tony. Um, Should we call you Pasta or Shakisha, Pastor Edmonds? Talk, talk, talk. Well, let me clear that up. Let me clear that up. I'm not a pastor. Okay. (laughs) I I, I am an evangelist, but you don't have to. Mm -hmm. You can call me Keisha. We can just go with Keisha. We can go with Shakisha. Seriously, I'm a woman that bleeds. I'm a woman that feels. I'm a woman that loves just like you. So a title doesn't mean anything to me. We just wanted to be respectful. Thank you so much (laughs) for clearing that up. But this is Tony. Um, You said something um, just uh, just a little bit about what you focus on gives you get power to. And just to go back to Romans, you know, it's renewing your mind like you just shared with us. And you have to be in that mindset in order to renew your mind and, and know that you even have to renew your the, the journey that you're taking. Um, what was the pushing point, the, the, the one thing that really got you on the track of renewing your mind? Okay. Well, Tony, um, Oh, I got so much, but I'm just going to say this. The one thing that got me to a place of change and was when my, uh, my daughter's, my daughter ran away. My daughter ran away. Uh, one, my first daughter ran away December 8th, 04. I didn't see her for three years. And my second daughter ran away December 8th, 05. So that was an, that was a place in my life that I felt was, um, I thought as a child, as as 12 years old, seeing my mother go through a drug addiction of three years and, you know, somewhat being homeless, being being hungry, experiencing that, I thought that was the worst thing that I would ever experience in life. But when my daughter ran away, that was my turnaround because that was the point. That was a time that I came to a place of, suicide being an option for me. And I went to a church called Word of Faith by Bishop D.L.C. Bronner, and it was a pastor by the name of Douglas Gumby. He was uh, speaking on system failure. And to not be long-winded, because I am, um, he said, if your child has went astray, it's your fault. And before I walked into church, I remember asking God, if you would give me a living word, I want to live, but God, I'm on a, I'm on a, the the brink of killing myself, and I need you to give me a living word. And when I heard Pastor Gumby say those words, I wanted to leave, but God said, "You asked me for a living word, now sit and listen to it." So to mm. to 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 sum it up, the man of God began to say. What have your child seen? What have your child heard? Who, as you just said, who has been, uh, who, who's been around your child? And guess what? In that moment, uh, Miss Tony, I began to look at the child within. So hurt people hurt people. And I was a hurt person. And regardless of how much I tried to do the right things for my children, I was mm-hmm. really raising hurt children because I was a hurt parent. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. So that's what that's sense. what caused my turnaround. My children. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, I just want to say something real quick because I was actually talking to somebody about this the other day. And when he said, when you made the um, comment about you wanted a living, um, somebody you can see, basically, something you can see, I think that God puts examples in front of you every day. And sometimes people go through things because they have to learn lessons, but at the same time because they have to become examples. You know what I'm saying? For other people to be able to see that change is possible. You know, everything is possible. If you just think about half the stuff you thought you would never get through or never get over or never be able to do, you were able to do it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that comes from what you visually see. So, you know, you have to speak what you want, you know, and sometimes you have to write it down too. But even though it was hard for you to go through the things that you went through, because you are a testimony for those that are probably still going through it right now, maybe not everything. Maybe it's just, you know, problems with their children, or maybe it's just um, problems within themselves or generational curses that they have to work through. You become that example for them to let them know that once you change your mindset and change your focus and change the way you move, things will start to change. I agree. That is so I, true. If I, I'm sorry, you you were saying something, Lisa. Is that Lisa? No, I said that is, is that so true. You can go ahead. Go ahead. When you said examples, um, being an you know being an example, or someone being an example to you, um. My mother was my greatest example. My mother was a recu- my mother was on drugs, like I said, three years of my life. Um, it was very devastating seeing her go through that. But when she made up her mind, uh, ooh, I'm about to, <laughs> when she made up her mind, or as the Bible say, when she came to herself, she made uh-huh. a decision that all of those experiences that she had, she decided that she was going to get clean for Tracy. Not for Keisha, not for my siblings, but for herself. And she mm-hmm. became the the example to me to have to come out of treatment of 30 days and go back to a drug-infested environment. Even when you were saying you need to be around certain people, my mother had to go back to the place where she was doing her drugs, and she mm-hmm. still remained clean, never relapsing, having 11 years mm-hmm. clean. So... I'm saying that to say she was my greatest example, but your experiences would definitely set you up um, if you can overcome them. God said, God's word says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the sharing of our testimonies, but our testimonies are our experiences. So we want, we want the testimony, but sometimes we don't want the experience. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's so true. That is so true. This is Tony, and um, you know, just to share something, Keisha, to what Lisha was saying about being an example. We have callers on the line that is that are listening to your testimony, and as we speak, examples are being made and laid. So you never know who may be touched by a word or a combination of words that you um have skin and shared with us, and we so appreciate you sharing such a personal journey. You know because. It needs to be out there. You are a walking, living testimony, and and you can't get any better than it than this. So you're listening to Celeste chat, and if you'd like to weigh in on anything 
that our wonderful guest Shakisha is sharing. Just pressure one, and we'll bring you into the clubhouse. But um, you you spoke earlier about women overcoming weight loss, and you said something that's so key about the weight that women carry, and not just physical weight. That mental and emotional weight far outweighs physical weight because it's like you have the world on your shoulders and you have everyone's problems and, and, and issues that you carry. So can you talk to us a little bit about why you wanted to, to do the, the women overcoming weight loss? Well, to be honest with you, um, I started, one of you guys just said, when you're going through things, you write things down. And during my um, my time of trouble, I began to write out of my pain, never knowing that I was writing a book. And as I was writing, I was actually getting free. I was getting freed from some of the things that I was going through because sometimes you can't verbally say the things that you want to say, um, but you can write them down. So I began to write and write and write, and before I knew it, God showed me I was writing a book. And and exactly what you're saying, he was basically telling me that it's some people that I would meet in person, but it's some people I would never meet ever in life. So even being on your um, radio station right now, it's some people I would never meet, but they are able to hear my voice through you. Mm-hmm. That book mm-hmm. will go all over the world, and people will be able to purchase that book. And it would be able to be, a, again, a living example, living testimony to them. I remember a man read the book, and he told me I did myself an injustice. And I was like, why did you say that? And he said, because this book isn't just for women. It should be for men as well. So um, my pain, it's my pain, Going, my, I lost my mother. Um, and that was another turning point for me because at that time I was in, I was living in a gay lifestyle of six years. I was, mm-hmm. I was in a place where God wouldn't let me go up and he wouldn't let me go down. He kept me stagnant. And the worst place anyone wants to be is in a place of stagnation. You're not growing. You're not going down. You're not going up. You're just here. And that's mm-hmm. where he kept me. And with that, when my mom passed, she 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 said something to me on her deathbed. She said, are you going to do this for the rest of your life? And I said, do what? Mm-hmm. And she said, live this lifestyle. I thought you were just going through a phase. But I'm going to say this to parents. My mother, she did that when she found out a year after getting clean that she was HIV positive. So she felt like mm-hmm. no man would want her. And she turned to a woman. In my case, I turned to a woman to hurt every man that hurt me. But in in reality, I hurt me and I hurt my children. So on my mother's deathbed, when she spoke those words, did I instantly change? No. But those words were seeds that were planted in me. And as I began to really just live without my mom is something that she never taught me how to do. I told my mother, I said, you taught me a lot of things, but you never taught me how to live without you. But that was my turning point from being in a um, lesbian relationship. But what you need to know is there's a such thing called transferring spirits. And that spirit transferred into my children, my daughters. And that's why I began to go through hell 
with them because I took them through hell. So it mm-hmm. was some things that uh, I don't even remember your question, but it was my pain. It was so many different things that had a significance in my turnaround. Mm-hmm. And I need, I wanted to share that because you never know who's listening that right. is and living a lifestyle did. as such. Absolutely. I'm glad you did because um, when my mother passed last year, I think when you have a loss of a parent or somebody really, really close to you, you go through a change. Life changes mm-hmm. for you. And at that point in time, I always say that in life we all have reset periods. You have them in relationships, you have them within, but there's always a reset period where your focus has to be reset. You know, your mind has to be adjusted. And when a parent passes, you start thinking about their life, which forces you to think about your life. And a lot of times, if you if you really think about it, a lot of times we settle in stuff. We settle in situations, we settle in jobs, but we're not happy. So a lot of times we're not living, we're just existing. And I think that if you are going to live, you have to be happy, and you have to enjoy what you are doing. And a lot of times we're not doing that. You have people that get up, they go to work every morning, they don't want to be there. So we as customers, when we come in, we experience the fact that they don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. And it shows in their countenance and everything that they do and how they deal with you. Absolutely. Amen. And I think that if you do, you have to, what you say, what you think, who you are should always be as one. It should it should really be in harmony. And so if you are at a job that you don't particularly like, then it's time to find another one. If you are in a relationship you don't want to be in, then it's time to do something else. Move on. If you are living <laughs> something, if you're doing something in a lifestyle or living your life a particular way, and it, you see that it's not working, then it's time to change. But with change... You can't just change some things. You got to change a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it turns out being some of the things that you really don't want to change. Amen. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's so true. Oh. You just said a mouthful, girl. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, Shakisha, you wrote a book. Um, I want to say it was your next book about make it um, plain. Okay. Okay. Because I sent I sent her that link. I'm I'm sorry. I've written 16 books. Okay, so I didn't want to share all of those with you. Write it, make oh, it that's plain. Okay, I can Google them. <laughs> but I like the one where you you said make it write it, make it plain. Write it, make it plain. That is a book for those that may be listening that want to self-publish their own books and. I just felt like, you know, when I was on my journey trying to publish my books, I was asking other authors, and they would never share the information with me. And I also remember a friend of mine um, in Florida, Trinisha, I asked her, and she was like, you know, she was paying like $4,000 to publish one book. And for me, I knew that wasn't, that I wasn't able to do that. For one, I had too many books inside me to pay someone $4,000 for the books that I had. So with that being said, I began to 
go on a journey, and I began to research, and I researched for a year before I was able to um, publish my own books. I was writing for nine years, and it just it just put a heaviness on my heart that is so many people that have testimonies that have different things that they want to share with the world, and they don't have a clue to where, where to begin. And so that's why I wrote that book, because I wanted to give someone a step-by-step guide that they can purchase for, I think it's like $12, $12 or $15, and they can publish their own books without having to, first of all, be ripped off by some publishing companies, and to just be able to have the experience of knowing how to do it if you wanted to do it on a cheaper budget. So that's what write it, write the vision, make it plain is all about. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's awesome. Now this is Tony Shakisha. Um, during all this this journey of yours, that had how has your support system been? Who has been one of your biggest supporters of, on this journey of yours? Whoa! Now that's a great question. If I could be honest with you, and I don't want you to look at me as a person that, um, you know, feel like, oh, girl, you did it all alone, because I didn't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If I would say it was anybody that really weathered the the storm with me um, Mm -hmm. was my son. And, and, And to be honest with you, uh, and you know, my daughter's weathered a part of the storm with me when I was just in my mess, but my son weathered the part of the storm that I was trying to come out. Even though you know he's seen his sisters run away, he he just seen us go through so much. I've taken him to counseling, you know, to try to keep him from going astray as well. But to be honest with you, besides my son, and it's just real talk. Nobody but God. Nobody but God. I had to get in a a place where when he say seek ye first the kingdom, that's what I was doing. I was on my face. I was in my closet. I was crying out. I was I was lost. I felt abandoned. I felt rejected. My family turned on me during this process. So I had nobody but my son. Nobody. Absolutely nobody. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. Thank you for sharing that with us. And um, just just to piggyback on that, you know, the relationship, sometimes it's the relationship between a son and a mom are, are, is so dynamic that you don't even realize it when you're going through it until you've gone through it, if that makes sense. That's true. That's true. That, that, that's, a, that's an awesome test. And I don't want to – I'm saying this because – I'm sorry. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I it's, don't want to take just... away from um, – you know, it's like this. It's, it was a domino effect. My oldest daughter – she introduced me into something that I had never experienced, regardless of my mother being, you know, a drug addict, going, being abused by my stepdad, seeing so much in my household. I never would leave, though I wanted to run away, but I never did. 
And when my daughter ran away, it affected my, my her sister and her brother. But then her sister repeated the cycle. So it was like when she ran away, I I drew closer to both of my, my youngest kids, which, you know, my, my two, my daughter and my son. But then when she ran away, all I had was him. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to say that because it's just different times different time frames you have God God have different people in your life that experience different things with you if that makes sense but God will bring you to a place that it would be nobody but you and him trust and believe Mm -hmm. it's some things that mommy daddy children no one can be there for you but God Mm -hmm. that is so true that is so true now he says there he wants to get and I want to I want to ask you, if there's one thing on this journey, and you have had such an amazing journey to get to the point where you are today, if there is one thing on this journey that you can change, what would it be? If it was one thing on this journey that I can change, the minds of the people, the way people Mm -hmm. perceive things, because I realize – my perception is everything. Uh-huh. If I think, it says, "So as a man thinketh, so is he." You could put a, you could put a, 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 a person, you could put two people in the same situation, and they can view it totally different. So for me, I want to be able to change perspective because I feel like if I could change your mind, I can change your life. If I could change your the way you think. I can ultimately change your entire life because that's what happened with me. I had to see when I share my testimony, some people say, why did you keep sharing? I'm going to share my testimony as long as God put breath in me because I know that it's somebody out there that needs it. I know that uh-huh. someone is in, is going through what I'm going through. I mean, what I've been through. So I'm saying that to say um, people People draw to you when they can relate to you and when you can relate to them. Mm-hmm. If I can't relate to you or I don't feel like you can relate to me, I'm not going to share with you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for me, I open up. I get butt naked. I tell the naked truth as I know it. So now they can feel comfortable, even if it's not with me, they may open up to somebody and that may change their lives. But if I could get them to look at their situation, I'm going to share something real brief with you that I think would, would, would give you a great example. I was mentoring a young lady and she said that she was still living with so much hurt because her, her brother molested her her brother raped her her dad molested her and she said she couldn't understand why her mother gave her up why when she went to court her mother wouldn't let her come home and get rid of the brother and I said okay you're holding resentment against your mom but just maybe because your mother was afraid of your brother she felt if she could get you out the house, maybe she can keep you safe. Now, understand what I'm saying. 
she was thinking the whole time her mother hated her. Her mother, you know, she just didn't stand up for me. But I felt her mother didn't have the strength and the power to be able to go against that brother, that son that she was afraid of. So the only way I can protect my child, Tony, I'm going to allow my child to go in defects custody, praying that at least that will keep her safe from him, not knowing that you open her up to something different. But I'm just saying perspective is everything. It's everything. It really is. I'm, and I'm glad that you said that um, because it really, really, really is. And I just want to go back because you talked about um, when you were on your journey, a lot of times it was just you. You know, you're going to meet a lot of different people in your lifetime. They're going to cross paths with you. Everybody cross paths for a season. Sometimes it's for a season and sometimes it's for a lifetime. But sometimes we mix those lifetime people and those seasonal people up. We think the people that are just supposed to be there for a season need to be there for a lifetime. And then those lifetime people, because things have reset or changed, we think that they're seasonal people. And everybody is not meant to go to that next step with you. I always think that if somebody is meant to be, it's always going to be. And I don't care who it is, friends, whatever, whatever situation you're in, things and people will start to be revealed. And sometimes you'll think people are really supposed to be are there for you and they're not. You know, you think that they're with you and they're not. And when you start changing and you start moving and you start taking that next step, God starts to kind of dropping, dropping that weight off of you, things that are right. not – um, conducive to the next level that you're going to go into. And I think sometimes we, we start feeling guilty because we let go of some people that we don't want to let go of, and then we hold on to people that we, we, we really should let go of, if that right. makes sense. It does. Now, Do I want to ask a question. If we were sitting here a year from now and we were talking about the things that you have co- accomplished in 2017, what are some of the things we would be talking about? In 2017, you said a year from now, what we'll be talking about that I have mm-hmm. accomplished? Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Well, my well, I'll say this. I, I am a goal-oriented person. Um, and more than likely, more than likely, I would probably be, I would probably have written more books. Um, I would be, I would have more exposure because I'm doing some, um, women conferences on my own because I'm, I'm constantly always serving for others, but it's time for me to, you know, have my own conference and, so you you we would be able to talk about that. It would be lives that I have touched, um, women and men. Um, and more than likely, you pro- I probably would be uh, an ordained minister in 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 a year. So that would be definitely um, the a part of the journey as well. But more in, but moreover, more than anything. I, I I have to say that you will always be able to say that I am touching souls 
because that is what I do. I, everything that I do, I don't do it for show. I do it for souls. And and that that's my that's that's my life journey is to rebuild people. Rebuild people. Mm-hmm. Wow. I love the things that we're going to be talking to you about in a year. <laughs> I have a play. I have a play actually. Um I I pray to dear God that I can make that happen this year. Um, and it's about five days of my life as a child. So, um, and it's, it, you, you can't even imagine, you can't even, five days, seven days mm-hmm. of my life as a child, it, it, it would just, you wouldn't be able to understand it. Going from the Cosby show to straight, you know, you, you didn't know what you were waking up to in my household. You didn't know if you was going to wake up to your mom being beat or you was going to wake up to a, a, a well-balanced breakfast and everybody's getting along. You never knew what tomorrow brought in my household. So God had me to write a play, and um, it's amazing. It's really amazing. And, again, it's all about changing. Just people. I think when people are in their mess, they don't really – see it as it is. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It takes them to mm-hmm. get out of their environment to know that it's something different, it's something better, and this isn't the way that everybody life is. So mm-hmm. I pray that that play comes forth in 2017. Well, you have spoken it out there, and, and this is going to come to fruition. And don't forget to come back on this chat, and we're going to talk about that upcoming five to seven days in the life of Keisha. Now, this is Tony once again, and, you know, you share with us uh, the, the the one thing that you would love to change on this journey, but I'm going to flip it and ask you what has been the greatest um, the greatest eye-opener, the greatest strength that you have gained from your journey? Wow. The greatest strength that I gained from my journey was taking control of my body. Mm. That sounds, <laughs> taking control of my body. Um, mm-hmm. I became celibate for seven and a half years. And, mm-hmm. and, and I'm going to be honest, this is the first time I'm ever sharing this ever. Like I have never shared it. So <laughs> I probably shared it with a close friend, but my um when my daughter ran away i got it was just so much going on in my life that i had no room for a man and i remember looking back and saying wow i haven't been with i haven't been sexually active in 3 years and and i i felt you know like i was just just in another place but then when things started breaking come on somebody when things started breaking in my life I began to say oh God if you could if you could keep me for three years you can keep me for five years you could keep me until my husband come but see I'm gonna help somebody because see you got a lot of Christian women that want to talk about the celibacy but I and I was so on fire for God and I was so grateful to you know being celibate I felt like I really had power over my body, over my mind, different spirits. I know God was delivering me from them. Mm -hmm. And with that being Mm -hmm. said, I decided. See, people want to say, I relapsed. Oh, I fought, I I backslid. And no, you just, I decided to have sexual intercourse. 
at my seven and a half, half year. And it broke me. So that's what I'm going to say to you. I experienced being well and complete within myself and within God. And I allowed myself to step out of that because of my flesh. And thank God that I'm back on track. Thank you, Lord. But I, but that is the, I think the main thing is getting my mind right because you said something so powerful, and I always say that. Where your mind goes, your body follows. If you think that man is cheating, you're going to jump in your car and you're going to go look for him. If you know that you, you if you if you think that you're well and, 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 and your relationship is good, you're not looking for anything because you know because in your mind, if your mind is right, your body is tight, period. Mm. And I'm going to say something that Bishop Dale C. Brown always say. I'm going to leave you with this. Change is uncomfortable, but it's necessary. Mm. It's uncomfortable, but it is so necessary. Mm-hmm. That's powerful and so true. Yeah, this is Tony. Uh, he said the strength in your journey just came out, and what you just shared with us, you were. All... <laughs> I raised my hand. I've been trying you, to hold myself. You just sounded me. like superwoman, girl. I'm gonna ask you if you were a superhero, what would you be? <laughs> Tony, I was about to, I was about to go there. I said, Oh Lord, but no, seriously, it. you know, I gained it. I gained it back. I took control, and guess what? I'm not going to sit here and tell you that. If I could just be honest with you guys, because I don't know who's listening, but Tony, as a Christian woman, and I'm not, and, and, and that's not something I always say I'm a Christian. I say I'm a believer of the Most High God, because guess what? Uh-huh. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, whew, I tell people all the time, it does I don't care I don't care if you if, if you're a Jehovah Witness. I don't I don't care what your beliefs are. Okay? At the end of the day, if you believe in a higher power, I believe in one too. You pray to your the one you believe in, I pray to the one I believe in. And the and the God that I serve, he has kept me. He has kept me. It wasn't he didn't give up on me. I decided because decision making is very powerful. You have to make a decision, and you have to stick with it. My uncle always said to me, Keisha, you make your own decision, because at the end of the day, you're the one that's going to have to deal with those consequences, or you're going to reap the benefits of them. But you make your decision, and you live in it. So when I made a decision to carry out what God had started in me, and I said, and, and I decided to do something different. It hurt me. It hurt me. And when I gained it back, oh baby, oh baby, when I tell you, I said, thank you, God, because He is such a restorer. And and and, and no, nothing that we have been through in life is a waste. Nothing. Mm-hmm. He will use mm-hmm. any and everything to bring to restore you. Any and everything yeah. to restore you. Mm-hmm. So thank you, that thank you, so thank you so that, much for that, having me. That is so true, Keisha. This is Tony. You got the energy flowing up in the chat chat room, and let me find out you don't put the tongue up in here too, girl. You got the energy flowing. Go ahead, girl. Oh my God, girl, you just got me on fire. I, I, I and you know I'm gonna tell you guys when she when she reached out to me. 
I'm supposed to be at a conference right now, but I'm not speaking tonight. So I was like, when do you start and when do you guys start? But listen to me, listen to me. When I tell you, I was going to say, well, can you push it back? And you know what God said? No, it's an urgency. This is an urgency. I need you to do this. I need Uh you to go and do this. And I said, okay, daddy, because guess what? One thing I know, I know my father's voice. And I know when he's mm-hmm. talking to me. And he says, obedience is better than sacrifice. And and mm-hmm. I said, you know what, God? I thank you because whatever it is, I don't, I don't even know her, but I felt mm-hmm. an urgency to do this. So I want to mm-hmm. say I thank you. And I know that God is going to rain down on this, 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 this radio station, on, on, on your ministry, because that's exactly what it is. He is going to rain down. He's going to open up the floodgates, and he's going to do some, some real supernatural things on this line in 2017, because that's what he told me. I need you to go, because this is of urgency. So, for, so whoever this is for, whatever you could take from it, if it's not for you, I always say, look, it's just like going to a, a a a buffet. If you don't eat shrimp, don't pick it up. If you eat chicken, dive in it. If it's yours, take it. Take it, eat it, digest it. But if it's not yours, leave it here. Amen. We, <laughs> we received that, Leisha, and I so appreciate you for sharing that with us. You have no idea what you have just, just stirred up in the chat room tonight, girl. <laughs> Lessons rain down. Now, Keisha, please share with our listening audience, as well as uh, myself, how they can stay in touch with you, your social media sites. And before you leave the chat room, just give us one good Keisha word. Okay. Um, as far as my social media platforms, you can, uh, I'm on Facebook as author Shakisha Etnis, author S-H-A-K-I-S-H-A, last name is Etnis, E-D-N-E-S-S. I'm also on, oh, what is it, uh, Instagram as Women Overcoming. Uh, you can also go to my website, ShakishaEtnis.com. And what else? You said you want me to leave you with a word? Mm-hmm. Leave One you. good Keisha word, girl. You done left One us a minute, but we want, we want some more. <laughs> <laughs> what, let me see. What is something that I uh, – I would say besides the love of God – Learn to love yourself. Stop looking outward, look inward. Everything that you need is in you. Everything that you want to accomplish, everything that you desire, the the, the blueprint is within you. Take time to get to know who you are because that is the, that right there, if I could leave you with anything, not knowing who I was. When you don't know who you are, you will act out of character. I didn't know who I was. I began to seek God and I asked, I asked my father, who am I? I know what my mom named me, but who am I? And I remember trying to come up with a pen name. I tried to come up with a pen name for my books. 
And God told me to spell my middle name backwards. And I spelled my middle name, which is Shemaine, backwards. And backwards is pronounced Nehemiah. And Nehemiah went and rebuilt the walls of Jerusalem. And the Lord began to tell me, that's not your pen name. That's who you are. I need you to know that. And you need to go and rebuild the walls of my people. So when you know who you are and you know your purpose, it is nothing the enemy could do with you. It's nothing he can do. He can, he can throw fits. But once you know who you are and your purpose, so who am I? I am an extension of God's love without limits. And I come to rebuild the walls of God's people. So if you don't do anything else or get anything else from this, get to know yourself. Get to know who you are. Why are you the way you are? Why do you dislike certain things? Because that's what I had to ask God. Why do I let people hurt me and I keep allowing them back in my life? He said, because that's what you do to me. You hurt me and I keep you. And that's why you are an extension of who I am. And I am love without limits. Get to know who you are. Embrace who you are, even where you are right now. If you're carrying weight, I don't care how much many rolls, I don't care if you're 350 pounds, love yourself right where you are and then begin to go on a journey of change. But you have to embrace yourself where you are. Amen. Wow. Amen. Wow. Thank you. That Thank you. Thank you so much for for inviting me, for having me. I greatly appreciate the opportunity. I don't take it for granted. I do admire uh, the the just God moving through you guys and having me on here tonight. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, we appreciate Thank you, you taking time out of your schedule to make time to come and share your life, your journey, and your word here with us on Let's Chat. We so appreciate you, and we want you to know that you are welcome back anytime. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you all, and I look forward to being back again one day. (laughs) Thank you once again. You too. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Alicia, what a powerful start to our Mind, Body, and Soul segment tonight. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yes. The energy is just flowing tonight. I loved her. Absolutely loved her, Leash. I know. I I, I love her energy. I love people that – I like people. I don't know what it is. I love to feel a person's passion, a person's passion for the things that they want, the things that they desire, and the things that they need. You know, passion, I think, is, is my weakness, but I love to feel a person's passion because with passion, that's the fire. That's like gas in a car. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's going to push mm-hmm. you and get you all the places that you want to go. Belize, mm-hmm. you know, she, she epitomized what we do here on Let's Chat tonight. You know, we always say we love hearing the passion of our guests and why it is that they do what they do. She came in here passionate, and everyone whose voice heard her, heard her passion, 
And you never know who you may touch. Just speaking words. And she spoke truth. She spoke her journey. It hasn't always been the best, but she has made the best of it. I, I just absolutely love everything that she, she brought into the chat room tonight. So I thank her once again for joining me and Alicia tonight on Let's Chat. What an awesome, awesome way to start our body, mind, body, and soul segment. Make sure you catch her interview at the top. If you missed it from the top, catch our archives. We're on iTunes podcast. Anywhere you can listen to it, please tune in and hear it. And, and if you have to, hear it again and again and again, because that's just how powerful it was to me. Absolutely. We appreciate everybody for tuning in. This is Bless Chat. I'm Miss Leisha. Thank you. If you are just tuning in, and again, if you missed our previous interview, make sure you go back and check our archives. We'll be right back. We're going to take a brief break, and then we'll be back with actor and model Blue Kimball.
Are you an author looking for promotional services or a reader looking for a great read at low prices? In this competitive world of books, Fighting Royalty Promotions is dedicated to bringing authors and readers together to build a greater respect for literature through our various promotional services and online bookstore. So head over to lightroyaltypromotions.com and check us out. Busting my tail on a nine to five Just to keep up, try to stay alive Promise my lady we gon' be alright She be crying while she praying for a better life Hustling on the side for a bag of rice Gotta feed the fam, gotta pay the price Gotta keep trucking through the Georgia clay Gotta stay searching for a better day Gotta keep my faith to make a way Gotta get extended so the gas can pay Sweet Georgia Thank you. 
Yes, welcome back, welcome back. This is Let's Chat. I am Miss Felicia. You know I'm here with my right hand and sometimes on my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. You know, we get a lot of music here on Let's Chat, so a lot of it is independent. If you are an independent artist and you would like us to feature your music here on Let's Chat, just send your request to the chat radio show at gmail.com. If you would like to be a guest or a sponsor of this show, also send your request to the chat radio show at gmail.com. Now, you know, summertime is coming, and the ladies of Let's Chat, we try to go on our little summer tour. So you will be able to see us at the Atlanta Kickback uh, July 22nd, as well as um, – let me get the event name because it was it's put on by E. Eugene um, and Tracy Boyd, and it will be in Southfield, Michigan, at the Southfield Pavilion. And I'm excited because we both had them on the show. It's called All Booked Up, and it's uh, an authors' event put on by authors for authors, um, and it's by uh, pre- presented by Twin Tens. Um, so make sure that if you are in the Detroit Southfield area, May 6th, that you come out and check out me and Miss T. And if you're there for the Atlanta Kickback in July, we'll be there as well. And uh, I promise to be on good behavior, but like I said at the top of the show, that's what I'm saying tonight when we actually get to the event. Ain't no telling we're all, all, all. Ain't no telling what's going to happen. <laughs> Absolutely. We always have a good time, you know, out at the event. I'm excited our next guest should be uh, pulling up into the chat room shortly. Um, this guy, I don't know, I posted it up for everybody to watch the media. And it came on TV One uh, a couple of weeks ago. And mm-hmm. it's gonna it, it came on as one of the movie uh, like a movie, but it's gonna be a series starting in the summertime. And so we have him coming into the chat room. Uh, I'm gonna mm-hmm. have him talk a little bit about the things that he's doing. Um, he is an Atlanta and LA based actor. He starred in Being Mary Jane, um, The Game, Returned. The Wish and a lot of many, uh, a lot of other uh, movies and productions. The most recent thing is the media, which came on TV One a couple of weeks ago, where he played the youngest son that went to rehab. So if you watched okay. it, that's the character that he played. Oh, all right now going to be exciting to, to hear about his journey. You know, you posted up that picture of him, and I was like, is he coming on the show? <laughs> yes, and if you follow him on YouTube, he also does YouTube skits, and I want to know, I want I I want to ask him, because a lot of stars are doing the YouTube skits, and so he always, you know, you see him in dramatic roles. But he's got a comic, he's like got a comedian feel to him. So I want to ask him a little bit about that because he has such a funny bone. Has he ever thought about doing a comedy? Mm-hmm. Awesome. 
because that's not easy, you know, going flip-flopping between the two. It's, it's not easy, and, and, and you have to be funny if you're going to take on that comedian role because people will let you know if you ain't funny. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And normally, sometimes the skits that are on YouTube, sometimes they're funny, and sometimes mm-hmm. they are hilarious. And his skits happen to be very funny. So I'm excited mm-hmm. to be able to have him on the show. I enjoyed watching him um, on the media. It came out in February. I think it was like February 25th. Um, it was a ref- I liked the I liked the show. I'm excited for when it comes back out this summer. Um, I like the fact that we see more African-American actors that we are used to seeing on the big screen on regular TV. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's Latham, whether it's Taraji P. Hudson, you know, we're able to see them um, on mm-hmm. TV. And, and I like that we have a, um, a presence. You know, we had a presence before, but it wasn't like now, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. And another name that comes to mind, Leisha, about you don't see him much on TV, but you see him on the big screen is Denzel Washington. Now, I love me some Denzel Washington. Even hubby knows when he's on, you just clear out because she, she only gets <laughs> tunnel vision when it comes <laughs> when it comes to Denzel. <laughs> Absolutely. But it's true. <laughs> yes, and a lot of these shows, if you look at them, they are really star-studded. Um, even like Sinners. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody's ever watched Sinners. That is really star-studded. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got some of everybody on there. Carly Red is on there. You got um, what is her name? Some of everybody is on the um, Vanessa Del Calloway. Is that her name? I might be saying mm-hmm. her name wrong, but I mean, we have so many stars out here that are, you know, making it so that we can see them on the regular screen, a regular TV, and the big screens. And speaking of Saints and mm-hmm. Sinners, next week I want you guys to tune in because we actually have Miles from Saints and Sinners. Actor and singer Keith Robinson will be here in the chat room kicking it with us for another Mind, Body, and Soul segment. So I'm excited about that. We're going to take a brief break. We're going to hit you with some of this Aaron Bebo. Okay. Because we want the keys. I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, one snore, she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, one snore, she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone Shorty like my Bonnie, set my name first Gonna make up, go in the same purse, we out here on the grind 
She got the same thirst. I got a mind, body, and soul. Three round burst. My soldier in hills. The breast behind the ski mask. Netflix and chill. As I roll out the weed bag, she show how she feel. You know a nigga see that. She want my attention and she know it's time to be back. I'm always down the block. Put on Mary J. Block. Pump like handles till she see a mirage. When it's deep, my rib can feel a squeeze from her thighs. I could tell that she mind by the look in her eyes. If we get caught in the act, we'll be sentenced to life. So when it's time to throw down, we don't ever think twice. Taking shots at the missus, but this is my wife. So all them shots be misses, bitch. Get you a life. I want the keys to Bolivia. She turning me on one line at a time. One snore, she gone like glass jars. Use the whole whiff when it's strong. Roll up one whiff and I'm gone. I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, one snoring, she gone Like glass jars, use the whole fifth when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone, gone. Yeah, how you doing love? What's your name, number and sign? You so divine, let me look at you from behind Yeah, your body banging, coke bottle, some type of model Digging how when you move through the crowd, the eyes follow Got my attention Got my head spinning, the kind of feeling that got you tripping so revealing. Mind state of a hustler, your style so appealing. I'm looking for a trip to Bolivia if you willing. The boy taking Szechuan State and take a break from the day to day. We can get away on a holiday. Vibing, coasting, bragging, boasting. Chopping it up back to back, blunts in motion. Hugging the ocean, shopping, copping, designer. Baby, tell me how that sound. I want the finer things in life. A1 weed, papers, and pipes. And we can get it right. I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, one snore, she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, one snore, she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone Let me know if you can hear me all right. 
Yes, we can hear you perfectly. Now, tell tell us a little, are you filming for um, the media or are you filming for your new film? Media is, uh, we're about to go back and film the episodes of Media. For those who don't know, Media is the brand new hit TV show on TV One. You know what I mean? It's dope starring myself, uh, Blue Kimball, Brian White, Pooch Hall, you know, from the game, Brian White from Tyler Perry and everything else. Um, the My mother, uh, hey, how you doing? Uh, Christy Ferris, you know, from everything from Moesha and on down. Like I said, we got an amazing cast. Stephen Bishop from Being Mary Jane. Everybody call him my other light-skinned brother. Uh, <laughs> Gary Durdan <laughs> from uh, CSI, and he's been in the game forever, all the way back to a different world. Like I said, there's a Hollywood black excellence and a great legacy of actors, man. It's a blessing to be a, a, on that show, man, and we're coming back strong. We start filming the episodes like uh, a little early next month, and it'll be ready for the summer. Wow, that's awesome! Yes. Now this yes, is Tony ma'am. Blue. Um, thank you for for carving out some time for for the ladies of us chat. You know, you just ran down an awesome, awesome list of star-studded talent. Yes. How ma'am. do you guys stay focused and just keep it all professional? Because you know that 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 can be quite a challenge with such talent. How, Tell us a typical day, a typical day on a set with all of that. Like I said, the cast of media is is awesome. Right now, I'm on another set. This is the um, we're filming the pilot. Uh, this is what the resident pilot is mm-hmm. um, for Fox. Mm-hmm. The resident, like uh, the res, it's like ER. The resident at a nursery, resident at a hospital, resident, you know that type of deal. But the cast of media, like I said, like I, it's it's an honor. You know what I mean to be. Like mm-hmm. I said, even considered in the category with some of them guys and just to be able to put on the pedestal with them. Like I said, their Hollywood legs are long. Uh, my mother, the one who plays my mother, Miss uh, Penny Johnson Gerald, she go all the way back to Star Trek. You know what I mean? Like, wow. Yeah, long, long list of accolades. Like I said, so mm-hmm. my big brothers, Pooch and Brian, I'm a sponge when I'm on set, man. I'm always taking in different things from them. They taught me so much, like I said. We it, it, it's more than a blessing, and we have fun. And like I said, the chemistry amongst us is like no other, and it shows on camera when you look at it, when you see us. We are we we look like a real family. Like the casting mm-hmm. uh, was done by Miss Twinkie Bird, uh, one of the most uh, credited black casting directors out of Los Angeles. She did an amazing job casting because all of us actually look like we could be related. Like Brian White looks like my brother. You know what I mean? Penny mm-hmm. Johnson Gerald looks like I could have came out of her womb. You know, people in mm-hmm. Christy Ferris looks like my real sister. You know, so when we got on set and we actually met, you know what I mean? Even though I already knew uh, Brian and Pooch prior, you know, because I was on mm-hmm. the game with um, Pooch Hall, you know, that's my, that's my boy. That's my big brother. Mm-hmm. But when we got mm-hmm. on set and she saw me and she met me, she was like, oh my God. Look at my baby boy. You are my son now. You know what I mean? And we just have that instant bond. She feels like mm-hmm. my mother. She sounds like my mother. She acts like my mother. So when she gets to talking to me, it freaks me out a little bit. I, it kind of makes 10 years old again, and it's really my mom talking to me. So, you know, those, those kind of things help when you got to get into character, you know. So, like I said, uh-huh. it's just a great situation, man, and I just can't wait for everybody to come back into the episodes and be able to fall in love with the storyline, fall in love with the characters, mm-hmm. man. It's great. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. This is Tony Blue, and that's just a testament to the casting, you know, the people that cast the characters that just make it feel like one big happy family. So he did a tremendous job, sounds like, as far as putting you all together and making you all as one. Mm-hmm. Like I told you, that's Miss Twinkie Bird, man. She did a great job, stand-up <laughs> job. I... <laughs> that's awesome. Is Leash with us? Hello, hello. Did I lose can you, you? I told you. Can, can you hear me? Can you hear me, bro? Can y'all hear me? I'm okay. here. Let me make sure. Right. I didn't want my I sound. We... Yeah. I'm in the studio. Oh, like the, uh, <laughs> the reception goes in and out. We over here filming, man. Uh, no worries, no worries. I wasn't sure if I lost my, my co-host over there, Miss Alicia. But, but you Wait, know, you, you, this, is Tony, this is Tony I talking. I wasn't I sure you, we Tony. lost Alicia. I hear you, Tony. <laughs> what Alicia? Did we lose her? She she dumped, she curved me. She done left the chat room. <laughs> but we're gonna keep it moving. We're gonna keep it moving, Blue. You know you she you such me. such she curved you. No, she Lisa is a woman of many many things that she has going over there. But that's why she has me. I'm her left hand as well as her right hand. But you have so much going on over there. You know, what is a typical day for Blue when he is not on any kind of set? What 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 do you do for fun? Wow. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'll tell you this. You know what I mean? I'm always working. And one of the, you know, it's a blessing to be able to do this. And I understand that. And I don't take any of it for granted. So don't get it twisted. I love being on set. I love filming. I love working. That's what I do. You know what I mean? This mm-hmm. industry has come mm-hmm. into my life. Now, it was a blessing amongst that. But when I'm just relaxing and I'm not working, I'm mm-hmm. a pretty simple guy, man. I like I like to have fun. Anything that's dealing with fun, I love to smile. I love to, you know, share my energy as much as possible, man. So get outside, whether if I'm in L.A. or Atlanta, don't get it twisted. I'm from Atlanta all day. I'm going to rep Atlanta forever. I've just been living in Los Angeles. You know what I'm saying? But the weather uh-huh. is beautiful in L.A., you know what I'm saying? I like to get out. I like to do things outside, you know, take in the sun, go see some beautiful people, man. But same thing in in, in Atlanta, too. You know, it's going to be summertime, springtime. Let's get out. Let's kick it. Go have some drinks. Have some fun. I love to travel. All that. All right. All right. I was like a good time. <laughs> yes, Absolutely. Now, this is Leisha. Whatever, Leisha. Go ahead. You left. You curved us. You know, I'm, I have an event that I'm going to, so I'm trying to do a little bit of both. Oh, man. Set us up. <laughs> I did not. But I, yeah, I'm glad that I stopped in when you talked about some of the things you like to do for fun because I saw some of these skits that you do on Instagram. Now, you have a little bit of a funny bone inside of you. Talk a little bit about that. That's what a lot of people get to asking me, am I a comedian? I'm not a comedian. But I can be funny. If somebody asks me to be funny, I can be funny. But I'm not going to disrespect the craft of, you know, real deal comedians who get up and do stand-up and et cetera. Like that is people don't understand how difficult and how hard that is to get up there on that stage all alone for five minutes Mm -hmm. and make people laugh. You know what I mean? That's real deal. I've seen people go up there and die and be on that island all by yourself and nobody can't come save you. You know what I'm saying? Then boo, get your get off the stage. You know what I'm saying? That's real. So I'll never just 
I'll never disrespect a comedian and let somebody call me a comedian. I'm not. I'm an actor. I'm an entertainer. I can be funny. Like, and I just fell into that. You know, some of my guys, shout out to uh, my boy, Rude Gentleman, Frank Atkinson. He's, uh, he was one of the pioneers of that, um, of the skits and everybody doing the stuff that's going viral now and all that on Instagram. And, he, you know, he's one of my actor buddies and we just got together and we started doing stuff and we started our production company. That's how we started doing all the little skits and stuff. It's just fun. I like being creative and, you know, I've, I've uh-huh. done some of the stuff that was racy, that was raunchy, that was ratchet. Like the people say, you know what I mean? It, it, it's funny though. I, 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 I I've done some stuff that I look back at and I was like, oh, man, I'm wilding. You know what I mean? We, we, we crossed the line with some of it, but it's always funny. It's in good taste. <laughs> but, yeah, y'all go to my Instagram and y'all check me out, everybody that's listening. Go to all my social media. Go to my Instagram, man. That's what I'm most active on. Somebody hacked my Facebook. I had to get it back, but I'm Blue Kimball. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, I got it back. We back popping. But I'm Blue Kimball across the board. I don't have any – um outlandish, you know, Twitter names or whatever. You know how people be having stupid names. Light skin, uh-huh. dash, bearded, Drake lookalike. <laughs> that's you that know. Brandon, Blue. That's that Brandon. Yeah, that's it. Oh, it got to always name. be Brandon. All my stuff is Blue Kimball across the board. Easy to find. You know what I'm saying? So holler at me, follow me, hit me up. I love my supporters, man. Holler at me. Mm, Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Now tell us a little bit about you have um another project outside of the media. Uh yes, ma'am. Like I said, I'm always working. Always uh like I said, we're trying to do it's a blessing. Yeah, but you didn't tell us some of that work. You know, we like tea here on this chat. You gotta give us a little tea. What are we gonna yeah, see? No, you what, what, what you got what you got going on? What you cooking over there? Right right now I'm on the resident. Like I said, this is uh we're filming this right now. This is a pilot going to Fox. Um uh we're going back into production for media in a couple weeks to start filming the episodes. I just finished up on the other my first production, which was the wish. That's a movie we did for um, Donate Life America, um, uh, you know, giving people insight and letting people know about um, organ donors, you know, the, the, the help of um, black, uh, thank you, uh, black people in the need uh, are the most uh, generation in need of organ donation. So that's what we did with that movie to raise awareness for organ donors, you know what I mean, for people with dialysis, kidney failure, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, that's out. That's popping. We're trying to get that seen by more people, you know, because it's not only a good movie, it's actually educational. You know what I mean? It serves mm-hmm. a purpose. So anytime you mm-hmm. can use your platform to do something to reach people on that level, like I said, it's a blessing. And um, that's that's just dope. My other movie that came out is out on DVD. It's Returned. You can go get that online uh, at Walmart, Best Buy, and everywhere. That's That's a sci-fi thriller. It's a dope movie. Shout out here. We filmed that in Atlanta. So anytime I can come to Atlanta and do work in my hometown, and it, it's a blessing. You know what I'm saying? I, anything to put my uh, city on the map more within this industry to get us more notoriety. Because, you know, that's what they think, that Atlanta cannot stand up with the talent that's out in L.A. or in New York. They don't give us the respect that we deserve here in Atlanta. So anytime I can do anything here and it can help, uh, you know, Give us the notoriety that we deserve. You know, I'm all for it. Start out to Atlanta. Stand up. Absolutely. Now I want to. 
I hear you. Now I want to go back because you, 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 we can't trail over, you know, we can't trail over the fact that you mentioned a production company. Tell us a little bit about that. Definitely. Like I said, it's always the goal is to create. You know what I mean? That's, you know, to be creative and to show. Wait, let me let these people leave. They loud. I didn't want to. To show your creativity, <laughs> to get their ideas out. You know what I mean? Don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. You know, I love acting on other people's things, other people's projects. Like these that I'm acting on now, they're not mine. But I'm going to, you know what I'm saying? I make them my own when I, when, you know, with the characters and with my acting and what I bring to the table. But I also have the ideas that I want to get out of the table. There's, you know, the different uh, movies and production that I have in the making and pre-production that we got coming out within the near future. You know what I'm saying? It's the, it's, it's the time. It is the time, like I said, it's black excellence going on. We need to get our stories out. So that's why I started my own production company, so that I can make my own movies and my own, uh, write my own scripts as well. Tyler Perry ain't the only black dude out here making moves. You know what I'm saying? A shout out to my guy Tyler Perry. But if he did it, I can do it too. He done, he done made Absolutely. damn near a billion dollars. He done made damn near a billion dollars making movies in Tyler Perry Productions. If I can get any slice of that, that means I, I, I'm I'm content. You know what I mean. So that's what I'm on now. Mm-hmm. That is the wave. That is the future. That's awesome. Absolutely, Absolutely. Tony. You know, you go ahead, Kelly. No, I was gonna say no, he, I'll go, he I'll go, go the so same much. direction. <laughs> you share so much. You know, you got your talent going. You got your production company going. You got your people watching going that you love to do out there. And, L A, and um, you you also have a little bit of funny bone into you, into in, inside you. But what about sports? I'm a sports fanatic. Do, do I hear? I haven't heard anything about sports. Do you like sports? I used to be a football player before I got into uh, this industry and acting and whatnot. I played football. That was my first love, first passion. So yes, ma'am, I love sports. You know, even though let me find uh, out. Yeah, let you find out. Even I got hurt. I got injured. I had to, uh, you know, hang that up. You know, that, that that my career was cut a little short, you know, prematurely. But that's the, you know, that's what NFL is. NFL stands for not for long, literally. <laughs> that's what. It is. That's how it is. Not for no, long. No one, no, no one laughs. Like so before before I got into acting, before I got into the industry, so, you know all that. That's what I used to do. I used to play football. You know what I mean. But okay. I love sports. I, rep, I represent Atlanta. I'm a uh, I was representing hard for the Falcons, even though we lost uh, the Super Bowl. We were still there representing. You know what I mean. I was at Houston. I was at the Super Bowl. So that's still a little a little hurtful on my heart. You know, I get a lot of flack. From, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I get a lot of flack. From the people you get a uh, lot of flack, you say? Talk, yeah, talking trash, you know, about my Falcons, man. We we well, were there. We well, blew you know, well, you know something, Blue? I have to be honest. I got to give full disclosure. I talk about you and your Dirty Birds as well because I'm a, I'm a New York Giants fan. I'm in I'm in New York, as you were just talking about earlier. And uh, I talk that talk, so I talk a little bit of trash myself, so. Can you hear me, Blue? I can hear you, love. You know, I, I'm with the Giants. You know, I support, like I said, I love the sport. 
you know what I'm saying? I'm with the Giants, even though y'all got spanked up this year, too. You know, you saw a couple of y'all doing some dumb, y'all going on damn boats and stuff before the game. That was pretty stupid. But, Man, he will never live that down, Blue. Do you hear what I'm saying? Never. Uh, yes, he will. Yes, he will. If you come back and, you know, ball out, y'all get back to the Super Bowl. They'll forget real well, quick. People maybe got- then. Maybe then. People got real short memories when you, you know, if you can be success, you show success. They, yeah, when you're winning. Yeah, right. When you're winning. You're right. Everything. Winning erases everything. Okay, but you still didn't tell me, Blue, you still didn't tell me what position you play when you play football. Oh. You was on the O-line or the D-line? No way, baby. I was a wide receiver. <laughs> Let, Why, oh no, you said receiver. the wide receiver. <laughs> wide receiver, the slot man, and yeah, and I was a kick returner and a punt returner. I was, I was fast. I was a, you, I was a runner. You was multi talented. <laughs> I, I was, I was a runner. Damn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was that guy. I was the one running away from those fat old linemen and D linemen, like you're talking about, and those <laughs> other guys. I'm running away from them. I hear you. I hear you. Get out of my way. Here I come. (laughs) (laughs) Now, how was it going from, I know you got hurt, um, but how was it going from sports and and loving the the game and having passion for the game to acting? What actually got you into acting? Acting was never really on my radar, you know what I'm saying? Even though, like, when I was doing sports and all that, you know, people used to tell me I shouldn't model and, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. It was never really my thing. And, uh, you know, in actuality, because I've been doing this about for five years now, you know what I'm saying? If you can go back, about, well, about four to five years. And five years ago, I never would have thought that I would be in a situation that I'm in, you know, and doing this and in, 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 in the career and in the industry that I am now. You, It was never on my radar, you know, so that's how I know mm-hmm. it's uh, it's heaven sent. It's God sent. I'm intended to be doing this. God blessed me with this because if not, I wouldn't be having the blessings and the successes that I'm having within it if it wasn't for me. You understand what I'm saying? Because I, I wasn't exactly. trying to do this. You know what I'm saying? When God makes ways for you, he puts things out there for you to, you know what I'm saying, into your life that come mm-hmm. into your life the way that they do. You have to honor them, you know what I mean, and respect it and, and, and acknowledge it for what it is. And it's a blessing because mm-hmm. I literally just really it. Is. Uh, um, a young friend of mine, a, a female, she was just trying to get me to spend more time with her. And she kept trying to get me to come to acting class with her. And I kept telling her no, 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 no. And she tricked me one time to make me give her a ride. And when I was at the acting class uh, with Navanya Rhodes, that's her name. She's a hell of a uh, acting instructor out here in uh, in Atlanta. She's an actress. She's been in all kind of productions herself, Tyler Perry and all kind of stuff on down. She's you know has many accolades herself, but she's a great acting coach and teaches out here in Atlanta. And it's called R A W, Real Actors Workshop. And she is the reason that I'm acting today. I was in her class just sitting waiting on you know my girl at the time and and she was like get up dude and perform you're not just going to sit and audit and i'm like no i'm just her ride she's like no get up and perform and that's how it started you know, and at the end of the- <laughs> wow real, real talk. Hey. wow real talk. She's like get up real talk 
she was very serious. Like, get up, buddy. You know, you're trying to be in look cute or whatever. You get up and perform, dude. So uh-huh. after we, you know, after we did it or whatever, she was like, how long you been acting? And I was like, I never acted a day in my life. And she was like, wow. Like, real talk. Uh-huh. You have, a, you know, you have a natural ability. You got a great look. Like, nigga, you tripping. You know what I'm saying? You could be really making some money within this industry. You, uh-huh. you, 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 you losing. And that's uh-huh. it. That's how it. That's how it started with that little inclination, that little push, and like I said, years of go and just hard work, dedication, and you know, really paying attention to the craft and and and, and falling uh-huh. in love with it and liking, you know, what I'm saying, you liking and loving what I'm doing. It's led uh-huh. to this now. I've been a part of. I've been blessed to be a part of some major, major productions. Like I said, being Mary Jane. Uh, Devious Maze, excuse me, Devious Maze, um, Fast and Furious 5, Hunger Game. Yeah, uh-huh. the game. I can't even keep up with all of them. Single ladies. Uh-huh. Real talk. Like, I have been part of some major, major productions, you know what I'm saying, all the way across uh-huh. the board, you know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. if I wasn't supposed to be doing this, those things wouldn't be happening because I know people who are trying to do it, and they not knocking them, and they just haven't had some of the successes that I've had and some of the blessings that I've had. So I have to acknowledge mm-hmm. it for what it's worth and the blessing that God has bestowed upon me, of, you know, just mm-hmm. being able to share my energy, my light, my talent with as many as people as possible. And I'm grateful for that, for giving me this platform mm-hmm. and, and we're just going to keep going forward, man. And I'm, I'm blessed within it. So I'm thankful guys. That's awesome. Thankful to be able, Yeah, man. Thankful to be able to talk into you guys now, man. Like I said, I'm honored. that's there for you is really just holding you back 
all kinds of stuff. You always have to be able to focus and see what you want to do with your life and the, the situation that you want to do. Sometimes you have to just slow down and, like you said, refocus yourself and ask God to give you focus and clarity and speaking into existence. And, you know what I'm saying, just take time, meditate, any, you know what I'm saying, whatever it wants to do and figure out the things that you want to do that make you happy and uh, you know what I'm saying that can that can do it, that's going to make you prosper. Because like I said before, I got into all this acting and stuff. You know, what I mean, I had other you know uh, opportunities and things that I was doing. I had I, I was corporate. I had corporate jobs, making all kinds of money, but I wasn't happy. You know what I'm saying? I had other things going and doing. It may bring in money, but I wasn't happy. It's not really what I wanted to do. It so wanted to do. But when this blessing of, like I said, acting and getting into this entertainment industry came along, this is something that I like, and I can see myself doing this for a long time. You know what I'm saying? I haven't grown tired with this, and I don't see myself growing tired with it. So this is my blessing. This is my thing that I can do that makes me happy. You have to find things within yourself that's truly you and the blessing within yourself. You're not here to work. You're not here to be a slave to a nine to five working for somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Right. You have to, you have Absolutely. to find your calling. You have to find what makes you, you. And it's going to be able to, you know what I'm saying? Sustain your inner love and energy. That's the thing that people, I want people to be able to realize. And that's what I try to uh, encourage, man. You know, a little Absolutely, motivation. Cause I'm glad that you said that because a lot of times, you know, I think in life we settle. We settle in, in, in so many things, whether it's work or, or relationships, whatever it is, but we do settle. And I think that I'm glad that you mentioned the work part because this is the thing with the work. If you're working for pennies to help somebody else make money, then how come you can't work for pennies and help yourself make some money? Exactly. Exactly. I'm just saying, it's okay to, to use it no, as a stepping I mean, that's stone. The that's the point. Listen, you have to find what you want to do, and you have to acknowledge your dreams and chase your dreams. Don't get caught working and doing stuff and work. You work to, you know what I'm saying, to survive, understood. You got to survive, but don't get caught up in it. Figure it out so you can find your dreams and chase your dreams or you're going to continue to work for somebody else who did chase their dreams. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Find, find your dreams, your goals, and what you want to do. Establish yourself within and do the things, like you said, the hard work, the dedication, the diligence, all those things that go into it. You know what I'm saying? If you apply those things to anything that you do in life, hard work, dedicate yourself to it. Continue to, you know what I'm saying, continue to build, continue to grow. You're going to be successful, period. If you apply those things damn near to anything that you do, you'll be successful within it. And that's those are things that was taught in me from my family, you know what I'm saying, just foundations that I've been blessed to have, and it's been working out for me so far. So it must be true. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a Mm-hmm. This is this is Tony once again, Blue. Now, if I had the power to look inside your head, what would I be exposed to and the privilege to see? What 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 what's residing in Blue's head that that uh that I can see and if I could have that power? Right now, 
I'm trying to figure mm-hmm. out what I'm right gonna now. Figure out what I'm finna eat for lunch. <laughs> for lunch, it's dinner time. Well, you three hours. Right, you it's not West Coast. Be but not, not on set. Not on, on set. It's, it's lunch time. <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha. You I'm gonna have to give you the Miss Tony pep talk. I'm gonna need you to start taking because see what happens is you start eating a lot of junk. <laughs> Or things that are quick. You need to start taking you a little lunch. Have you a snack on set? Something that you can have to to tide you over so that when you're off set, you're not as hungry. Because now you're going to be more prone to eat the wrong thing. I'm just saying. Look, no, they, usually, they, they usually have some, uh, you know, pretty good uh, healthy options for us on the set. You know what I mean? They take care of us. I ain't even gonna lie. No, and a lot of it is junk, too. Don't get it twisted. We got a lot of junk food, too, but they got some healthy stuff, so they try to, they try to take care of mm-hmm. us a little bit. Well, I was thinking in L.A. So they would have the... everything healthy. <laughs> <laughs> so what is your favorite guilty pleasure to eat? What is the the thing that you run to uh, that you know you probably uh, shouldn't have on a regular basis, but you can't. You can't stop. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I like to eat, baby. I'm a fatty. You know what I'm saying? I like, I love food. <laughs> you know, even though, you know, people, even though people see me and they're like, oh man, you got muscles and six packs and all this. No, I, I eat like a fat boy, man. I, if I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you give, me, if you give me the chance, yeah, I'll eat you out. I, I'll eat you out or your, or your house, but uh, you know you try to watch. You try to watch things sometimes. You know what I'm saying. You know, you try to be better, do the healthy. More people are being more health conscious these days, so that's a good thing. But mm-hmm. I, I like it mm-hmm. all, man. From from chicken, I don't know, to, sweet tooth, what do you like? to sushi. I, right. that's what you I had have earlier. that sweet tooth. What do you like? You got that sweet that's what tooth. You your lips. For the real lunch, like you said, since lunch was earlier, I had I had sushi for lunch today. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I, like I said, I, okay. I, I switch it up. I eat it. I eat it all, man. I don't know about I this love, fat boy. Love, love, people food. looking at you, they like, they ain't no fat boy in your bones. Right. I, I got I got an internal got fat boy. You the side eye with four eyes. Right, now you got people giving you the side eye with four eyes, and they only got two because they trying to see where you're fat at. You see how that works. I'm, I'm, I'm in. I got an, I got an internal fat boy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, internal. All right, all right. If you say so. But um, Blue, this is Tony. But if you had an alter ego, what would it be and why? My alter ego. What would my alter ego be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Wow, like you said, I, I try to be a uh, you know a gentleman whenever I can. You, I, I hope I came off as pretty respectful while I was on the phone with you, young mm-hmm. ladies. But did absolutely. it right? Didn't I? Absolutely. Yeah. My mom. So that also ego will be the opposite. My mom and my daddy <laughs> raised me well. Uh, <laughs> that's that southern boy in you. That's all right. That's that southern boy. Yeah, in you. you know southern hospitality. You know. Uh, but um, so I guess my alter ego would be a little bit more street, you know, a little bit more, uh, a little more gritty. I guess a little bit more gangster. Uh, get a little bit of that. 
get a little thug in you. I forgot. I got a. I forgot. I got a movie premiere going this Sunday in Atlanta. I forgot all about that. Damn, I'm tripping. Oh, and I, I about it. What you got going on? This is this is Breeze. This is another movie that I've done. You know, I filmed. We filmed this in uh, some of it here in Atlanta, some of it in LA, a little bit in uh, New York. This movie is called Breathe. It's an independent film. Uh, we're trying to get it some of that traffic light, <laughs> like Moonlight, some of that independent. You know what I'm saying? Independent, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Make, make it get the love, make it get that mainstream love. You know what I'm saying? But this is going to premiere uh, at the Rialto in Atlanta this Sunday. Uh, it's Breathe, but then we uh, it's going to all the film festivals all over and stuff. So, and then in this particular one, like I said, the alter ego is in this one. I'm playing a gangster in this one. You know what I'm saying? Uh, See? I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I'm a I'm a bad I'm the bad. That guy. question was on point. <laughs> right. You 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 made me remember what I was doing. I forget. That's, you know, I forgot. That's I, that's it's, hard. it's hard to keep yeah, up. Tell sometimes. us about your character and breathe. Tell us a little bit about the character and breathe. He's a drug. He's a drug dealing gangster. You know what I'm saying? He's a murderer. He's a he's just a. Oh. He's just a He's just a loser. He's just a good old loser. Good old fashioned bad guy. You know what I'm saying? A loose cannon. You can't get any better than that. We're not going to do this with you today. You know what I'm saying? Good old, good old fashioned loser. You know, all the, all the, good old fashioned one. Not yeah, just a loser, a good old fashioned one. He's a good old fashioned one. Guess what? That's what all the girls like. All the girls like the bad boy. That's what they say. That's what they say. That's what they say. That's what they say. I mean, but, you know, this is my take on that. Uh, You know, every girl, she like a little bad boy, just like every guy. You know, he got to have him a little, you know, a little ratchet, loose stick. But see, all of that comes with a consequence. All of that comes with a consequence because, you know, y'all get them fast girls. And as long as you got money or you got something she needs, she all in. But see, I call them Lola's because I have a son. And so when Shark, um, um, Shark Tale came out, they had a Lola. And she was like the the uh, money one. She was always in it for money. She was a gold digger. And so I said, you know, there's nothing wrong with a Lola from time to time, but you got to be careful when you get a Lola. And the same thing with the bad boys. You got to be careful sometimes. Yeah, y'all like that. Oh, the there you boys. go. I'm, I'm, I'm the bad boy in this one. So I'm finna, look, I'm finna give me all kind of little, uh, little groupie love. Lola. All, ca- all kind of groupie all love. Kind of, all kind of groupie That's love. Groupie They're like love. They're going to be like, ooh, he a thug. Yeah, I'm telling you. 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 Yeah, i Anytime, I'm grateful to be able to speak to you, baby. Like I said, I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm, I'm a very humble guy, man. I come from great foundations, and I just am blessed to be able to share this energy 
my light, my love with as many as people as possible. So everybody that's out there listening, mm-hmm. thank you for tuning in with us, rocking with us, with these two beautiful ladies. Holla at me. Hit me up. I love uh, interacting with my fans. Uh, I guess Instagram would probably be the best way, but I got it all. You know, all the social media tumbles that we do. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, what else is it? What else we got? Snapchat. I got that, too. I got Snapchat. all that. It's my name That's all the right. way across mm-hmm. the board. Blue Kimball. Blue like the color. Last name K-I-M-B-L-E. If you don't know who I am, go check me out so you can see my face. Put put a face with the voice. I'm a cool dude. Holler at me. I'm single. Ladies, holler at me. Dudes, you can holler at me, too. Shout out to the homies. No homo, but you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, holler at me. Hit me up, you know, whatever, you know. I rock with the homies. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a man's man. You know what? You know what I'm saying? That ain't even come put... out right. It what? ain't come That's out right, said. y'all. It ain't come out right, y'all. That's why I said, no homo, you know. Holler at me. Oh, yeah, that's I, I started following you, Blue, so I'm, I'm looking forward you know, to the journey. Yeah, come share the journey with me, man. This is like they said, this is black excellence, man. I'm a real, I'm representing for the people, man. No, you know, no, no, no coonery trying to get us on more levels of, of, of acknowledgement that we deserve. So Blue, shout out for the love, awesome. man. Blessings and love, blessings and love, blessings and love. Now, Absolutely. Now, before you head out of the chat room, make sure you shout out your project so you, people can know what to look for you on as well. Oh, yeah. Again, like I said, uh, we got a movie premiere coming up this Sunday in Atlanta. If you're in Atlanta you listening, come check me out. You know what I'm saying? We at the Rialto. Everyone is invited. The Rialto downtown. It's going to be dope. It's going to be live red carpet event. So come, you know, come out at me. Come shake a hand. Come take a picture with me. Come see the movie. It's dope. You're going to like it. Make sure you're tuning in to TV One. Like I said, my new TV show is on TV One. It is called Media. Media. Like social media. That's the name of the show. Power ain't got nothing on us. Empire ain't got nothing Uh-oh. on us. We come we the new we the Uh-oh. new black you family. Throw some heavy hitters so, out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so we right. Got, we got a little bit of all that. We all mixed up. So, like I said, we showing love, man. Come, come. I, I promise you won't be disappointed. You know what I'm saying? We got an all-star cast. Come check it out. Support me. Like I said, you can hit me on uh, social medias so you can see all this. I'm always posting different stuff, man. So, check me out, mm-hmm. man. I'm grateful for the support. Mm-hmm. Well, you got the support of the ladies from Let's Chat. That's that's a given. And like Lisa said, hey. our chat room, the doors, the platform was always open for you. Any any time, man. I'm here. Let me know so I can come back, man. I'm always rocking. It's nothing. Well, thank Absolutely. you so much, bro. We appreciate you. I'm back thank in it. So thank you, ladies. I'm about best. to get back up. I'm about to get in here and see what they're gonna feed us on this movie set, man. Y'all, uh, <laughs> <laughs> y'all, hi, man. Hit me up. Enjoy your lunch, bro. <laughs> thank you, ladies. Love you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much.
in the Atlanta area like myself, make sure you check out his premiere of Breeze. I'll see if I can get the information posted on our social media. We appreciate you guys coming <coughs> with us here in the chat room. We will see you guys next Friday when we will have the fabulous Sheila Hawkins and, you know, our favorite friend to the show, Keith Robinson, is going to be in here talking saints and sinners and everything else, new music coming from his camp, so we're excited to have him on. We will see you guys next mm-hmm. week. Thank you for joining us on the chat. Yes, thank you, everybody. Good night. <laughs>